Welcome to 10 Minutes, a breakout investor podcast. Today, we are talking about Crossroads Systems, ticker CRSS, with Aaron Warwick. First disclaimer, no one on this call is an investment advisor and no one is providing investment advice. Before investing in any company stock, you have to do your own research. Supporting materials for today's discussion will be posted on the Breakout Investor Discussion app, which is located at app.breakoutinvestors.com. The application and much of the research content is free. After registering or logging in, use the search bar at the top right of any page, type in the ticker and the results will give you a link to the research post with this podcast. Now to our topic, Crossroads Systems, which made a big announcement today. Aaron, we've been talking about Crossroads on the application since May, when the opportunity was first uncovered. You and other members of the community have done a lot of quick work on this one. Could you start us out by giving a brief description of the company and why breakout investors are interested? Yeah, Scott, uh, Crossroads is actually a holding company, and they focus on investing in businesses that promote economic vitality and community development. Crossroads has a subsidiary, wholly owned subsidiary, Capital Plus Financial, that's based in Dallas, Texas. That's a community development financial institution and certified B Corp, which supports Hispanic home ownership with long-term fixed rate single family mortgage product. The reason that we got interested in Crossroads, however, was their involvement in the Paycheck Protection Program and the fact that they were listed on the SBA's website, the Small Business Association website, with it being one of the top five loan processors. That's right. Uh, the, uh, the, the program uh, pays uh, loan initiators a fee for initiating loans. And we saw that uh, Crossroads had something in the order of 360,000 initiated loans. A little bit of research told us that the most likely payment would be a minimum of $2,500 per loan. We did the math and realized potentially the company was going to get $900 million in proceeds in less than six months of work with the uh, Small Business Administration. Yeah, that's correct. And they ended up you know, doing even better than that. They, they continued to initiate loans after that. They announced yesterday uh, over 470,000 total loans. They expect to have total fees of $1.1 billion. Uh, but they do have to split that with the loan service providers that they use primarily. Uh, that was Blue Acorn for most of the time that this program uh, existed. And that's where we get into a little bit where we had some disappointment in, in terms of their operating margin. All right. So the company announced with a press release yesterday what everyone was waiting for, which is what's the impact for the company will be. And you had a call earlier today with the IR firm. And asked a few questions and have updated your models and your expectations for the stock. Yeah, that's, that's correct. And like I said, it was a little bit disappointed with the operating margin. Uh, came in about 32%. That factors in the split that they have with the loan service providers. Uh, but it's still very bullish for the company and, and even for the stock price where it is right now. And so going back through my model, updating it for what, you know, after speaking with investor relations, uh, I still think that the stock is worth, you know, roughly $60 per share or more and uh, confirmed uh, that we should expect that Crossroads will have probably $50 a share or more in cash uh, on their balance sheet once uh, they actually earn all of this money, once they receive all of the money from the SBA. Do you have any visibility on when that's going to be? Is it going to be next quarter or is it going to be later in the year? Or is it going to be next year? Yeah, it sounds like primarily um, that'll happen in this quarter, the current quarter that we're in now. So, you know, obviously their quarter that they just reported was a little behind. It was through April 30th. 
so I, I get the impression it'll probably be in the July 31st quarter for them that they'll get most, if not all of, of the remaining fees that they mentioned they would get again, $1.1 billion. Uh, and then in terms of, um, you know, I, I think the reason that the stock is probably discounted, or at least by my estimation is discounted, is because of uncertainty uh, as to what the company will do with that cash. Yeah, how is the company going to resolve that uncertainty? Well, my impression from speaking with IR is that we should find out in the next two to three weeks or so. You know, obviously we would have hoped that they would release that information when they release their earnings. But at the same time, I think it's totally fair and uh, that the company hasn't decided, you know, this is something that a couple of months ago, uh, even you could say a few weeks ago, they didn't realize it, you know, just how much cash they would have because the, the program was still open. Uh, so, you know, I think it's fair to give them another couple of weeks to figure out what they're going to do with the money. And my impression is there'll probably be a couple of things that they do with the money. Number one, they'll probably keep some of it on hand. Uh, number two, the company has already publicly talked about an acquisition that they're looking to make that would be in that same space, that CDFI uh, space. They're not going to expand beyond that. I don't get the impression from talking to IR. And there may be some other companies they had their eye on. And I think they're just going to kind of see what the market dictates. And, um, you know, if, if they're not going to pay a premium just because they have the, the cash to do that now. So if it's not right for them to make an acquisition now, uh, they won't make it. Go if ahead. I'm not mistaken, the, uh, the deal that you're talking about predated the PPP uh, uh, opportunity that they've already agreed. It's already in process. Do I remember right that it was twenty six million that they're going to pay to buy this 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 bank? Yeah, I don't remember the exact dollar amount, but it's very insignificant compared to the cash that they're going to have on hand now, which uh, I estimate uh, to be just over $300 million um, right. from the PPP program. Plus they had a couple million dollars of cash uh, before that. Uh, but I do get the impression as well. So in addition to that, they're certainly not going to use the $300 million to make acquisitions, you know, all at this time. Uh, as I said, I expect them to keep some of it for, um, you know, potential acquisitions, uh, strategic alternatives, as companies like to say. Uh, I do expect them to use it for this acquisition that we talked about, that they had talked about before the PPP program. And then I, I'm also expecting probably a special dividend or some, some way that they're going to return some of this cash uh, to shareholders. Do you think Mark's right that a uh, special dividend or return of cash would likely be a tax-free event for uh, holders of the stock? Yeah, I'm not sure the exact tax implications of that, uh, other than uh, my impression is that, you know, if your marginal tax rate was, say, you know, 35%, um, I think a, a special dividend like this gets taxed at a capital gains rate, so you would only be taxed 20% on it. So I don't think it's tax-free, but there is a tax advantage, is my understanding. You'd be, you'd be taxed at the capital gains rate versus uh, your marginal rate. So that could be significant for uh, some of the big investors in the stock. All right. So let's review. The, the company is going to get about $1.1 billion in net proceeds from the government. After uh, provision for the expenses, their expenses, Blue Acorn's expenses, uh, you see them netting after tax somewhere in the neighborhood of $300 million. The company has a $285 million market cap today, so it's clearly undervalued. Within the next two weeks, the company's likely going to issue a letter. The letter is likely to say the company is going to do three things. It's probably going to invest in its existing business. It might do an acquisition or two. Uh, it'll hold a little bit of cash uh, just as a resource for future opportunity. And then whatever's left, uh, your expectation is that they will issue in a special dividend. 
Yeah, that's a good summary. The only thing I would add is not only is uh, the stock currently, uh, and I think it was trading about 48.50 when we started this podcast, but not only um, what you said uh, in terms of the discount on the cash, but also that's uh, giving no value to their underlying fundamental business, which prior to uh, the SBA uh, noting, notifying that uh, Capital Plus Financial was one of the top five uh, loan initiators, uh, they had a market cap of uh, over $58 million. And that had been consistent for quite some time. In addition to that, you know, their fundamental business, their underlying business of home loans in the Dallas area, the, the Dallas real estate market, like many markets across the U.S. in real estate has been on fire. And so I get the impression that that business is doing very well. So you, you know, I think we need to add that back in uh, to the calculation as well. Not only is the cash discounted, but you're giving absolutely no value to their fundamental business. That's a good point. The press release they issued yesterday, which is available on the uh, Breakout Investors platform at app.breakoutinvestors.com, they really emphasize the strength of their underlying business, that they have been making money on their loans, they've been making money on the properties, and that they own quite a few properties, which uh, are, is, is seeing appreciation. So the business with the additional investment that they're gonna make in it is uh, almost certainly, especially with the uh, much greater exposure that the marketplace has. And that exposure, at least in my mind, uh, gives a, a view to potential future opportunities along these same lines. Uh, I don't know that there's gonna be another PPP program, but uh, the, the, the government could easily tap into this network, which, which has been established and do programs in the future that could benefit Crossroads. The whole point being, after all of this, the underlying business is probably worth more than $58 million. That plus uh, all of the cash, uh, we see the company trading at a $285 million valuation today is being undervalued by at least 20%, probably more. Yeah, I have them, you know, from the $48.50 range, I have 25% uh, return from there, having them close to $60.50 a share. And that's, again, just using the cash on hand, valuing it, you know, one-to-one -one in terms of cash to valuation, and then uh, adding back in the market cap of the underlying business, which, as you noted, is, is probably conservative since that business is doing well, probably should be valued at more. So I think it'll clear up in the, in the next two to three weeks. You know, it's hard to say how the market will react, but I think that $60 price range is a good target in the next few weeks once shareholders in the market learns what they're going to do with that cash. The company doesn't issue a lot uh, of communication, but I know you're in touch with the IR. They're going to issue this letter, and I'm sure Crossroads is going to be on another podcast within, within the next couple of weeks. Well, that's 10 minutes. Uh, thank you, Aaron. We are Breakout Investors. Please join us for discussion on this podcast and other breakout ideas on the discussion platform at app.breakoutinvestors.com.